Hi, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of The New Normal from Dublin Tech Talks in association with Icon Accounting. We have uh, with us today Noel Walsh, who's Operations Director for uh, Tech Enable, um, Irish cloud-based um, company. Welcome to the show. Hey, Gavin, how's it going? Great. Um, do you want to give a bit, of, uh, bit more information about Tech Enable, um, what their role is and what your role is within the business? Yeah, well, Tech Enable, we've been around since um, 2002, and I suppose our heritage has been in, um, I suppose, bespoke system development for customers uh, on the high-code side. And in the last number of years, we've moved to, um, I suppose, a low-code approach. So it's about rapid development for customers. And again, it's a cloud focus, so probably cloud first in the majority of cases for customers. Um, I mean, it's about digital first, digital evolution. So it's about, uh, you know, engaging with the customer, enterprises that have existing technology, uh, you know, they've investments and actually leveraging that by using good cloud technology to support that and actually extend it out for their customer, better customer engagement effectively. So again, the low code approach for over the last couple of years, we feel has, has helped us to rapidly, you know, engage with customers. Cloud as well, obviously been a very important point for us. Um, and it's as well for, 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 I suppose, for our team, it's, it's a good way of keeping, keeping skills continuously growing inside the team. So we're not, we're not left with, uh, I suppose legacy technologies, and we have some support of legacy technologies, but we're always learning new new technologies in, in the cloud in the cloud space. You know? Yeah, so I you know I, I reached out to yourself more. You know, obviously cloud adoption is pretty key at the moment, and the growth of the business has been pretty strong over the last few years. What what have you seen? You know, obviously the need to go cloud first at the moment is more you know, couldn't be more prevalent. But before maybe. 2019 what, what was the kind of attitude towards cloud adoption and kind of what people were not wanting to go cloud yeah well i suppose you know cloud has been around now for a good few years i mean i think it's back in 2009 2010 microsoft the azure cloud i suppose became sort of a, a word that we're all well, well used to at this stage so initially you know cloud was almost seen as for organizations they've, they've invested in their own infrastructure they've invested their own hosting environments etc so it was like it was a it was a nice to have uh, and there was obviously challenge as well because of governance, et cetera. How do you manage the governance in the cloud, et cetera? Security, what's the, where's my data going to reside, et cetera? And these are all challenges that I suppose over time, come, these cloud providers, Google, AWS, Microsoft have, have tried to, I suppose, you know, alleviate those risks with customers by, you know, certainly de developing trust centers for customers to be very clear of how your, how your data is managed and governed, et cetera. And it, it's led to obviously more, more organizations going on the cloud, taking advantage of the cloud, its scalability, its elasticity. I suppose recently, one thing you'll see is that those organizations that have moved the cloud, probably in the circumstance we are in right now, have found it a little bit easier to, to, to rapidly adjust um, to the COVID-19 crisis, whereas maybe organizations who haven't maybe embraced the cloud as much find it more of a challenge, certainly sort of rapidly deploy, you know, remote teams, um, being able to, you know, um, I suppose, scale infrastructure to support those t people that are working now from home rather than working from, from centralized office locations would be one, one of the things. So, you know, there's, there's obviously key advantages to the cloud. There's organizations that have made large investments themselves and want to try and manage that themselves internally. So it's getting that, I suppose, for every organization is getting that balance right. But certainly being cloud ready at the moment is certainly an advantage, I, I would think, with, with the COVID-19 crisis. Yeah, I, I was surprised now when the amount of businesses that weren't kind of remote ready or cloud ready um, you, you've talked to a few people and they were still working on desktops. So, you know, it's, it, it, it's a surprise, but it, you know, it, you've probably seen a lot, lot worse over, over the last couple of years and, you know, people's 
understanding of what it means to be a cloud native company or cloud ready or you know work anywhere company to what it actually is yeah yeah well i mean you know if you're if you're a startup you're probably very much in that space you're you're got your cloud first certainly um you know but for large enterprises and with bricks and mortar obviously as well you know it's it's a balance of of on-premise cloud etc um and i mean you know certainly even recently you know, a lot of the cloud providers are 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 this, this, they're reaching maxes in certain hosting locations in in data centers because of the, the the uptake of you know virtual desktops, for instance. Like you said, people who are physically on physical desktops now it's all a lot of virtual desktops been 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 implemented in the last couple of weeks to support remote workers. So I mean, yeah, it's it's I mean it's you know it's easy for some organizations to to be cloud ready. I mean, our organization like ourselves, we would normally our team would probably be flexible working from home. Some days a week would be a normal uh, sort of situation for our team. And now that we're all remote uh, in, in in the last number of weeks, it hasn't been a massive leap for us because again, we have the people had the infrastructure themselves personally, and also the t- the, the the company had the infrastructure to support that. Because a lot of our systems in, are, are cloud based, anyways, for supporting our, our customers. Well, and you know, when I worked in my Harvey Nash days, the, the we used to do a CIO survey, and it was I, I still remember like people's understanding of cloud wasn't actually. They, they, they didn't even know they were using cloud applications like a, a G Suite or whatever. Yeah. And, and when you started talking about what it actually is, they, they were quite surprised at, you know, how, may, how many applications they had. So that must, you know, as people's understanding of technology has evolved and, you know, leadership CEO level has, has understand the applications. Has that made it easier to kind of do the, do a, a kind of, an upgrade or you know is it still security concerns has been you know always been a concern for a lot of people when they when they look at that yeah i mean you're, you're right i mean you know even in, in organizations that think they're not cloud they're, they're probably some aspect of something on their cloud they've got a they've got an app on their phone that's been yeah. used for some reason for for capturing expenses you know it, it's it, it's a cloud it's cloud information yeah i mean it, it that that one is always generally the governance and the security is is always the you know that the, probably the critical aspect of any of any cloud engagement and it's how data then is secured how data can be integrated with because we may have some element of on premise to work with as well and you know the securitization of that of that of those systems to make sure that you know there, it is it is a good governance in the organization and that's very important i mean certainly with the more prevalence of cloud like you know and and technology from uh, outside of work you know, uh, you know, your WhatsApps, your Facebooks, you know, et cetera. People are, people even, you know, uh, that maybe w- wouldn't be too tech savvy are using these, these technologies and they are cloud-based and they, people understand the concept of, of Google, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, they're more, they're more understanding of what, what cloud-based systems are, what AWS is, what, what Azure is, et cetera. So that's an easier conversation obviously now because it's more mature. And it's just the nature of the maturity of the concept at this stage, you know. And, and, Major security breaches happen all the time. You know, you can yes. you, we, we we can Google you know security hack, and you get every company probably under the sun. Yeah, and, and cost of that is exponential. You know, is is that still the number one concern when people are adopting a cloud first attitude, or is that kind of um, kind of eased over the last while with with, with just better? technology i think i think it's 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 certainly eased um i mean you know no matter what cloud platform you use um you know or even cloud service you use they all now talk about having and it's not even a, a, a platform provider like a google or an amazon or a, or a microsoft it's even you know any sort of third party tool you use where you may be sharing your data they all talk about the concept of a trust the concept of trust center 
you know the concept of what what's their what's their uh, approach to to trusting to, to ensuring that your data is secure and the fact there's a trust relationship between you and 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 them as an organization i mean and, and gdpr has, i suppose has, has led this charge as well and you know every project now is dpia in terms of the gdpr sense that you as an organization if you are doing anything in the cloud or you know or, or having a a provider, you have to have a contract around how that data is managed from a GDPR perspective. So then, Norman, obviously, cloud providers need to need to match up to that as well. So I think that makes, you know, for enterprises, that makes looking at the cloud options a little bit easier because, again, that level of I suppose forensic uh, information is there to be to be discussed and to be shared and to be easily shared. You know, and and like organisations have, some organisations will have a, a very large security questionnaire for you to fill out if you want to do something with them. Could be you know hundreds of questions and i suppose you know that's what these cloud providers are just able to answer those questions very easily and especially for an organization like ourselves in tech enable we're, we're iso certified at around 9001 for process and 27001 for 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 security elements i mean that's that's very important for us because it shows that we're engaged with organizations that have a level of of um i suppose um approach to, to governance and security because you know you as an organ as any enterprise are probably not spending as much on security as these large cloud providers are. <laughs> you can yeah. be careful. They're spending millions, billions on on uh, securing their, their platforms and their environments. It, is, is that not the the draw personally? You know, when you, you look at cloud providers or cloud applications that you buy, you, you, you do go towards what you think is the best or the most safest first. And then you look at the application behind it. I mean, that, that would be how I would look at buying something. Um, certainly, certainly from an enterprise perspective yeah i mean from a from a consumer market sometimes it's the feature set you want it you want the best features you know yourself you want to hmm. go with a service where i get more of the features you know you may still look back and go well this other company has a better track record so that's always that's always very important so it's get you know that's a it's a balance it was it's a decision uh for enterprises yeah it's probably again making sure that uh you know with my partnership with my with my vendor with my supplier with my with my provider I can trust that provider that's it's going to going to provide the service and ensure that we don't have data breaches that you know the systems that are developed are secure that the platform we're using has is proven uh you know and and has been verified by independent third parties and I suppose that's that's part of I suppose our approach with the low code no code approach as well it's bringing sort of platforms to to enterprises that can help to to rapidly develop uh, on on the cloud um, but also are, I suppose, proven platforms, proven enterprise platforms for development. But that, the, the, the low code, no code, uh, code mentality or, or workway, you know, that, that just allows for, you know, benefits in reality around kind of, you know, quicker adoption, scalability, you know, with, in a cloud environment. Have, have you, you know, cloud has evolved so much over the last few years, you know, is, is, it the, is that one of the bigger sales of it for organizations, the scalability of, of the platforms yeah i mean yeah sorry yeah <clears throat> apologies um yeah like from from a from a cloud perspective i suppose aws is probably the leader it was it was the it was the first sort of real uh cloud you know uh, initiator and it was amazon web services and when you say the word web services and that's a very technical thing it sounds like you know it's a it's a technical integration it's writing code it's integrating with web services and i suppose that's where cloud came from it was all about providing compute infrastructure as a service uh, you know, platform as a service then was leveraged on top of that. And now I suppose it's, it's the software as a service, you know, it's the solution as a service. So, you know, it was very much a high code sort of implementation initially, maybe in the early days where you were using, leveraging the scalability and the elasticity of the cloud to sort of build out your, 
your large scale e-commerce platform out website and your and your data management platform. Um, but now it's a case of using the tools that the cloud providers are providing. You know, in the I suppose we're a Microsoft Go partner in the Microsoft space. There's there's you know uh, you know hundreds of probably of tools tools within the, the cloud infrastructure they have for using to actually build out a product that you don't have to you can plug them together you, know, yeah. you can do a high code plug plugging them together but you have these things you can plug together very very quickly and easy and then also you have the software as a service platforms where you can build out an application but in a low code no code fashion so you can rapidly respond to the customer's needs using low code no code you've mentioned it a couple of times there and it's um something that i you see more and more and more it's the the the, the multi-cloud environments people are working in yeah um, you know most people would have said i'm a you know i'm, I'm a, an azure business or whatever and they, you know i was working on a project recently and they were a they were they were an aws primarily but they'd started to rely heavily on g cloud yeah um, you know that's you know becoming more common or even you know three or four cloud providers for the, the best solution for businesses Exactly. It is. It's, it's about, it's not like, it's about like anything, it's choosing the right product and the right tool set to service, you know, your, your needs, but like anything, making sure that if you choose another product from another vendor or supplier or cloud platform, you can easily integrate. That's the key point. You can easily integrate and you can integrate your data because data needs to flow from, 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 from service to service, et cetera. And it could be across cloud providers. And, you know, like even going back 10 years ago, you know, you'd have multiple, you'd have multiple vendors, multiple suppliers who are supplying your enterprise, and they'd be hosting certainly several different locations. So now we're just looking at the fact that I can procure services, and I can I'm, I'm procuring them across multi-cloud. I've got some in Azure, maybe around my Office 365. I have got some in in, in AWS. Uh, I may so I have some in in in, uh, in Google. So again, it's 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 becoming now more like I said a, a multi-cloud sort of environment. Our organizations because again it's depending on the, the solution they're, they're going with and that the partner they have that's providing a solution it could be hosting these in various different environments so that that's that's becoming a standard now i suppose for, for most enterprises and does that create different you know it obviously creates different challenges around governance around security around you know exactly yeah yeah exactly how, how, how is a business like yours you know able to assist with that or what have you been able to kind of bring to the table for your your clients around that world yeah so i suppose you know, historically, you would have been you would have been hosting your data in your own data center, so you'd you'd get control over that, and then maybe you you reached out, and now you had a, a hybrid cloud, and you were in the cloud now, and you had you needed to have the governance and security between your on premise and your and your and your cloud and hybrid, and now you've got another level up, which is the multi cloud. You have got multiple applications in in multiple different environments. So again, it it goes back to that sort of you know good solution architecture, good planning, you know good governance about how the data is going to integrate across those systems if it's needed, because something might be from a CRM, may need to go to a financial package, you know, may need to go to a workflow engine. And it's just about managing that data flows and, and the security of that data. And I suppose that's what I, our background obviously is. We're, we're, we're technologists at heart. Uh, you know, we, we've built large scale applications for enterprises. So that whole solution architecture piece, working with multiple uh, cloud environments is, is, not a, not, is, is an interesting challenge for us, but it's stuff that we're, we're, well, we're well used to do. And, and you know other challenges to your businesses um obviously away from where we are at the moment what what would be your your key challenges at the moment for for, for growth or for you know if you're obviously awarded the, the deloitte fast 50 in 2019 uh you know what where what what would you see as the kind of main challenges for your business moving forward i suppose we're, we're 
we're certainly we're dedicated to the to the, to the low code approach uh, to, to to building to building pro projects, and we're not saying we're not doing high code. I suppose implementations because I suppose for us it's a case of taking those requirements from customers, you know, providing a low code approach. But ultimately, if we reach a point where we cannot, you know, the low code platform can't do it, we can extend it with 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 high code. So it's it's having a I suppose a strong team because we we're 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 a we're we're a growing organization, but we're we're not massive. We're about sixty bodies, sixty persons. Um, and we'll continue to grow. So, it's a, and I suppose our growth is based on a very good, strong, uh, you know, leadership team and a, and a very good, strong, I suppose, delivery team as well, uh, you know, across the board. So, it's it's that's probably a challenging area for us. Obviously, growing the business uh, in terms of um, you know revenue, etc. You know, engaging with with good with with great customers, and also then I suppose getting the support of our our, our technical team and growing that technical team out to meet the demand as well. And skills in the marketplace, I suppose, are a challenge for us as well. Yes. You can you can join the queue on the skills. I think, uh, yeah. especially in cloud and security, they're uh, they're, they're they're challenging. I think is the plight. And, and and I mean, based in Dublin, I mean, you're 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 competing against a lot of other organisations who are who are multi multinational organisations who are you know in the, in that space and are are the providers of that service that we are then using to consume yeah. who are customers. So I I I would I nearly argue that you know the the size of your business and, and where you are makes it a nearly a more attractive. Mm -hmm sell to a person in a, in a larger organization where they might not have as much say in a project or they might just deliver a portion of a project. Totally. Um, totally. I mean, it goes back to the, um, the point I raised earlier that, that, uh, with you, that, you know, so in our organization, because we're doing, you know, we're, we're in the cloud space, you know, every week there's new, there's new releases trying to keep on top of that as a challenge. So you know, there's new functionality, new releases, a new feature that's been, been released. So, you know, our team are always learning. It's a continuous learning exercise. Uh, you know, in, in terms of the, those new those new technologies, and then then taking those and deciding which ones to apply to a project or not to apply to a project, obviously, is interesting and it can be great and great fun. But sometimes it can be, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Uh, you know, after the fact. But that's, that's the challenge of the project. Uh, but yeah, it's a very good learning, uh, you know, environment um, because of that. And obviously, you, you get to you, you get to if you're if you want to give input, you'll certainly be be allowed to give input in projects based on the size of our organization because uh, if you come up with a good idea. You'll be uh, you'll be listened to, certainly. And you know, I don't put you on the spot or anything, but you know, your, your business has changed over the last eight eight nine weeks about how we all work. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned earlier you you had some kind of remote working practices. Have you evolved as a business quickly over the last eight nine weeks about you know how you're keeping people motivated, how you're delivering projects? You know, it's a it's 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 a different yeah, yeah. time for everybody. So because yeah, and no, of course, like, like any organization, I mean, you know. The fact that you can just you know talk to somebody over the partition is a lot is a very easy uh, thing to do to sort out a problem you know yourself that you're you're in you're in you need something you need some help and you can you can drag somebody into a conversation very quickly in an office environment um so i suppose we we've probably certainly we're doing a lot more uh, you know teams calls uh, you know de it's almost death by teams calls at this stage uh, um we're 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 we're, we're keeping in uh, good communication across the board with different across the projects um I suppose one of the things to we, we try and do is is uh, we have a we have a, a coffee morning each week just to try and catch up with everybody and you know people can join the coffee morning if they want to join the coffee morning so all these social things that a lot of organisations are doing in, in similarly so to try and keep that social aspect to working because when you're in the office obviously you you're meeting people at the at the the water cooler and the, and you know and, and the coffee maker pretty regularly so it's it's trying to keep that same social engagement because it it has been to be quite honest for some of our staff it's probably been a been a challenge. I know, for instance, that there's probably staff that, uh, where they're living in a, in a in a in a house or apartment that they're sharing with multiple others who are in the same boat, 
you know, you have two or three people working hot desking from the kitchen table. You know, that's the uh, that's the reality of what we, where we are right now. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to have an office here in my my daughter's bedroom, as you probably can see. So it's not so bad. But uh, yeah, it's they're the challenges we're experiencing, like every other organisation. And it's a case of just you know keeping so keeping in communication with people and 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 uh, ensuring that they don't have any issues or problems and trying to address those with, with your staff. You know. Yeah, no, it's 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 a really interesting. Most most companies, I think, have adopted to it very well. Um, yes, yeah. Or, even organisations that would have been very much, you have to be here five days a week. No, and I mean, um, yeah, we do. We we deal with you know private sector, public sector, you know, different vertical sectors that would be you know manufacturing that would be you know, uh, you know, very much office based, very much location based, and it's amazing to see how those organisations have just literally, uh, you know, been able to to switch. It's that's that's. That's probably hopefully that's one of the look. It's it's a new it's a new normal we live in now, and I think there's probably when people look back, you know, people will look back at the challenges, and obviously there's you know it's it is a pandemic, and there's obviously you know there's there's um there's it, it's a, it's certainly a changed environment, but I think there'll, there'll be from from a business perspective there probably will be a lot of uh, interesting you know uh, outtakes from this that that organisations probably see that you know we can pivot, we can change pretty rapidly if we need to. Uh, you know, we've done it. Um, so, can we take that forward into how we how we approach other projects and other 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 challenges in the future? You know. Yeah, no, I think that kind of we're an oil tanker where we can change mentality is gone. Um, and, and and you know, one of the last few points that, that that really affects how people will think. I personally think around the digital evolution of their business. Um, for for an organisation you like yourself that that's you know is a digital transformational business. Um, you know. Is cloud the, the next normal for everybody? And then what would you see as kind of the next evolution from being cloud? What, what would you say organizations are going to focus on next? I Yeah, I think certainly this will refocus organizations to how they've, how they've approached, I suppose, that whole, uh, you know, remote cloud uh, implementation. Um, I, I think they'll, they'll probably start to see that it'll bring... To the table, I suppose, you know that that the the operation probably a, maybe a clearer picture of the operational to the to the capital expenditure piece, you know, in terms of the cloud and how we approach it and how we can leverage it. And maybe we were, you know, based on previous investments, we 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 were maybe more focused on what we'd already invested in, but maybe we now need to look at how we invest going forward in the future and, and cloud being one of the strategies that that organisations take. Certainly, I think that will be so one of the things that that will will drive organisations, uh, you know. I would imagine that the whole bricks and mortar thing will become an interesting point for organizations as well. And that if they have offices and they have like lots of places for people to work, I'm sure they'll be looking at those going, do we really need all this office space now? If we have proven that we can work remotely for a period of time, should we do more hot desking? You know, those sort of things. Cause again, that's a, uh, you know, there's a, there's a cost saving there in the, in the physical infrastructure as well, you know? Uh, so so the, look at that. It's certainly, from a from a, a a cloud perspective, this will be probably a bit of a game changer. I, and I know from from talking to to the cloud providers, you know, they have seen a massive uptake in terms of uh, in terms of, um, of of cloud usage. You know, and, and there's certain there's certain data centers uh, that are that are you know reaching maximum capacity because of the uptake. You know? uh, yeah. So just just to close, then for yourself, um, you know, what what would be your kind of key points for people who mightn't, who, you know, who probably kicking and streaming into, into cloud adoption now, but you know, in a, if they were to look at a strategy for, for post 
pandemic, what, what would you be saying to businesses they should be looking at, you know, to get a, a proper structure in place? Well, I suppose right now businesses are looking at how they're managing their business right now for the current the current situation. So they're they're focusing, I suppose, on that, and that's that's what all, all businesses need to look at. But it's really taking looking at like you know, I suppose after this, hopefully in the next few months, get out of the situation of of what 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 is it what are the positives that they've that they've as a business they've taken out of this if if possible, and then you know has certainly. That the adoption of cloud should help them to to evolve to digitally evolve with with their customer base because again they may have existing investments uh, and it's a case of evolving that 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 investment using good cloud uh, I suppose implementations uh, and leveraging the cloud maybe to help them do that and again the whole low code no code approach to rapidly you know sh- uh, be innovative uh, with, with their customer base and and be be more engaging I suppose with with their customers because like everybody your customer is is your is your is your key you know you're, you're, you're that's how you help that's how you help to survive as a business you, you generate your revenue through your customers you know yeah it was actually just before we finished there was a we we had a talk with a, a customer experience specialist called he died and he was saying it's funny how businesses forget their you know their customers themselves and yeah they talk about customers all the time and yeah, yeah. They look in Cerner and go, what would I like? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. What would I like of a, from, a, you know, if I was, it's my business, what would I like to see from my own business? Yeah. So yeah, no, definitely the, the customer centric way has to, you know, has been talked about, but I do think that's going to come. And, and I think, I think again, from our perspective, that whole, I keep probably go back to the, the, the evolution piece, you know, it's not about throwing out everything, you know, you, you, you've made investments. It's not a case of, you know, uh, throwing those out, you, you need to move. Moving to the cloud is a is a is a is a is a gradual process. Right now, you've certainly maybe organizations moved to the cloud a lot to sort of support the whole remote working element of their organization. But moving to the cloud uh, from a from a from a from a digital transformation perspective, we see it as been evolution. As in, it's it's about leveraging the best in the cloud to to bring you newer and new features and, and better engagement with your customer, but still leveraging your previous investments because you you will have. Previous, uh, you know, existing systems and non-premise systems and other cloud uh, systems. You know. No, hundred uh, percent. Thanks, Mill, for your, your t- uh, time today. No, uh, it was really interesting no to, to learn more about Tech Enable and, and thoughts around cloud. Um, yeah. I'll put all the information underneath the, the cast. And thanks, Mill, for your time. No problem, Gavin. Great talking to you. Thanks very much. Thanks. Cheers.